That was good. Why are you getting your food ready? I'm eating my vegetables right now. You can't eat while we're doing a record. They're not crunchy, though. (laughs) These are soft uh, fruits. Christ. Lord, help me. Can you hear that? Um, It's a nice piece of cantaloupe. That's good. That'll attract listeners. Where you go? All right, everyone. Welcome to uh, episode 24 of uh, Start to Continue podcast. If you're wondering what we are, we're a free-form podcast where we pretty much talk about anything and everything going on in our lives. Freewheeling. I'm Joe, and you just heard uh, Bill on the other end there. Uh, this episode, we've decided we're going to talk about a little bit of what's going on with uh, my balls, literally. <laughs> Your balls. My balls. Everyone loves ball talk. Uh, I got a couple birthdays to talk about, and uh, I'm gonna throw in a little bit of video game nonsense there, and some issues that I'm having. But uh, and you can also probably tell that I'm stuffed up. Got uh, I don't know what it is, man. Some cold or some congestion that's been going on for the last uh, two weeks. Well, if anyone's heard the last few episodes, they've heard it, you hacking. And is it HPV? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, good one. And now you've passed it on to me. Oh. Because well, you, when you Because cough, you sound perfectly fine. No, you can tell. It's all it's all happening. It's all happening. And when you cough, as the listeners heard through the previous episodes, you cough everywhere, all over the room, ferociously, man. <laughs> ferociously. It's it's intimidating. It's scary and it covers everything. Really? So yeah. I'm drenched by the end of our uh, time together. And no, now I'm not I coughing have, on you. Well, pretty much. Pretty much. I always cover up, but these coughing fits are so violent. It literally shakes me to my core. Yeah, much like when the gas escapes you from the other end, too. This is all the stuff I have to deal with at work, but, you know. I you got your, uh, you talking into your mic there, man? You want to talk about how we talk into our mic? What was with you in the last show? Oh, how it was, uh, what do you call it? The golf announcer voice? You went full, well, was, this is, this was Joe and Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think I do appreciate that TV show. Um, let me, uh, just pause for a minute as I look through the computer and then he'd be gone for a minute. <laughs> you remember well, any of that? Okay. I was... Well, I think one issue was I was multitasking. <laughs> so first off, we were doing uh, episode 23 was our first record where we were both at our individual homes. Right. And you said it turned out pretty good. Yeah, I thought it worked really good. We were using, uh, what's, uh, shit, what's it called? Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts. Uh, for the very first time, which records uh, your audio and video to uh, YouTube. And in our case, we then stripped the audio off of the YouTube video and posted that. Yep. So good news is we can uh, actually do, uh, I guess, interviews with other people now, right? Yeah, we're going to start guests off for sure. But it's so handy because neither of us have to worry about recording it. But... Right. YouTube does it. Which seems to do a better job than GarageBand for some reason. 
And there were even points where I was hearing crappy audio and uh, there were a couple points where you like cut out on me, right? And I said, Joe, can you say something? The recording kept all of it because the recording isn't dealing with our hardware. It's all up there in the servers. So even if we're hearing crappy audio, it's still perfect going to. Which is funny because after we started recording, prior to that, uh, my system kept crashing on me for some reason, but didn't crash during the record. Yeah. Which I, I wonder what would have happened. It probably would have kept going because you were still connected, right? Yeah, I was the host, so I don't know. What so as long as you were fine, I could probably cack out, re-log back in, and then just join the the Hangout chat, I guess, right? Yeah. Cause Where yeah. you would have had to improvise for a few minutes until it's like, oh, Joe's gone. I guess he's uh, crapping out there. Yeah, so even if it seems at your end, like if the camera was eating up your bandwidth or your resources and your computer was jittery, it wasn't reflecting. No, I didn't have any issue like that. I was with my crappy stuff, so. It's it's probably your internet connection, though, right? That could be. Yeah, I don't have the widest pipe. Oh, that's what she said. There you go. <laughs> Mouthful of cantaloupe. That's what she said. Yeah. So, uh, uh, are you writing down what we're talking about? Of course, man. I'm always okay. working. Always working over here. No. So we don't have to listen to this again, right? We always listen to it for yeah quality purposes. Uh, QC. I don't have time for that anymore. Yeah, I know you don't. So what about your voice? Did you figure, but you were talking like the golf announcer because you were afraid. Oh, not afraid. I just didn't want to, every, this was like 10 o'clock at night, 1030 by the time we got started, I think. Yeah. So I didn't want to, it, the sound really carries where I was doing it. So I didn't want to wake everyone up. <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. the wife come down. What are you doing? Where'd you get that microphone from? <laughs> Who are you talking to? What is this thing? Yeah, so yeah, we can Shouldn't apologize. Shouldn't you be sleeping because you got to get up early and wake up with the kids? Mm. But you were tucked away in your own office and everything. It still carries, man. So how are we going to do this in the future? Well, you have to get like a soundproof blanket and put it over the door. <laughs> One of those uh, thick lead encased, uh, you know, the ones that they put over... Uh, your body parts when you're getting like certain x-rays, like when you're a guy, they put a, a like a, a metal apron over your crotch so your balls don't get fried. Right. Yeah. And you think just over the door, oh, that, fuck, will, uh, stuffed. that will fix your problem. <sighs> Maybe a mover's blanket over the door. I don't think that'll do it, but. That's an idea. I'll try it. Hmm. And your basement's out of, that's not part of the deal, so you can't go down there. No. Speaking <laughs> of my basement, though, I got uh, uh, electricals pretty much done. should be finished Monday, and uh, drywall's coming this week. Hmm. Moving on up. Are you bringing the drywall in, or is someone delivering uh, it? Someone's delivering and <laughs> installing <laughs> and uh, mudding. Holy mackerel. It's a big job, man. That's drywall is nothing to if you want it done right, you gotta pay to get it done right. There's there's no two ways about it. Um I did my own drywall. Thank you. Yeah. 
I don't have a, how much time did it take you to do? Uh, you know what? It I had I was doing the basement while we were expecting our first kid. So oh. <laughs> so I started. So you had nine months. I had lots of time. Yeah. So I don't I, have lots of time. You do have lots of time. I don't have lots. Of time. So even I would finish work, go downstairs, put up one sheet, like one sheet a day. As a dude, hobby. I could put the sheets up. In one day myself. Yeah, let's do it. It's the mudding and taping and uh, beating that you have to do, putting in resilient channeling for soundproofing. It's a fine art, man. It's just like doing brickwork. Wow. Wow, good work, man. I couldn't afford to have a full staff of contractors like you can. So I could, uh, yeah, putting it up is, even putting it up, man, the ceiling is bitch work. If you're by yeah. yourself? <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> this is what it is. Well, Joe has a staff. So, since you're the big manager of all this staff, that must give you lots of free time around the house. Do lots of video gaming. Uh, still not yet, man. Working on it, though. I told you I, I busted out my little, whatever it is, nine-inch TV for my desk. And, uh... I pulled out my uh, 8-bit Nintendo system, so I stripped it apart because I was going to uh, clean the 72-pin uh, connector. Because when I turned it on, well, this this is one of my Nintendos. I didn't want to open up the other one, so this is like, I'm not even sure where this extra one came from. But you turn it on, you press power, and you get the blinking red light of death. So I did YouTube research, whereabouts, uh, you know, you can uh, you strip the Nintendo down and you use rubbing alcohol to clean the, the actual 72-bit uh, black... 72-pin. 72-pin connector. And then on the actual board itself, you're supposed to use uh, brass cleaner to wipe clean the... Uh, uh, whatever it is, the soldered pieces, right? Brasso. Yeah, brasso. Yeah, we touched on this bit on the last So episode. I did it, and... Uh, Still issues with this one game. I put another game in and the game worked. Well, there's a lot of talk that the red light of death is also related to that uh, copyright chip. Right. So that's my next step. There's a, I forget the name of the chip, but there's one pin on it that you strip, you pull out of the actual chip and supposedly it fixes all the issues. Yeah. Just snap it off. Or literally just pull it out or cut it, right? So I'll, that's my next step. I'm not sure. Uh, but again, these are all legitimate games, right? So it's funny that yeah, they're having issues because if it is because of that. Yep. Yeah, it's that chip. There's talk of that. So that's my next step. And then uh, it's either that. And if that doesn't work, I guess I order a new 72-pin connector and give that a try. Yeah. Why not? They're out there. I heard they're a little bit more than they used to be. Oh, are, would these be like, do, are they making new ones or are these just like refurbished old ones that they've I'm pulled not off? Sure. Of? I imagine they're new. I imagine someone's making them, but they, it could be old new stock too. Cause God knows how many they manufactured back in the day. But, uh, yeah. Well, stuff's all over eBay. So I've been playing a bit more to that, uh, Mario galaxy. I told you I picked up. For 10 bucks. Oh. Man, that game is trippy. 
You remember playing that? No, I never played it. That Wait. was the one that came out on the Wii, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was a big hit, too, if I remember right. Yeah, I think it was one of those games, you know, uh, to sell the Wii. There's a lot of hype about it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's all three-dimensional and walking upside down and inside out. And it's wild. I was listening to an episode of, uh, uh, I think, Retro's, Retro Fandango's last uh, show that they did. Uh, and they had some guy on there, I forget who it was, some guest, and they were talking about um, uh, what's what's he been what's he been doing recently in video game, like what's he playing or whatever. And uh, he mentioned he was listening to another guy's YouTube video or watching it, and the guy finally completed buying all the eight bit Nintendo games ever made except for one uh but that was mainly due to the cost of it it was uh something sports like summer sports or some bullshit like that mm. some, some sport game so i looked it up on youtube i, I wish i forgot the name of it unfortunately um you have a ballpark what do you think this this particular nintendo game went for it's not that championships game, is it? Uh, here it is here. I just remembered it. Uh, stadium events. $30,000. Wow, that's Joe money there. So obviously that's uh, one piece the guy wasn't able to find. That'd be a sweet piece if you could uh, nab it off some unknowing person, right? I don't think I've even heard of that game, to be honest with you. Hmm. And there's another game, uh, Little Samson, that uh, apparently is really popular. That's going for a couple hundred. And there's a game called Lickle, L-I-C-K-L-E. And uh, I think that's an import game, but that, would, that was like, I think, 800 bucks. Hmm. So funny, it's a little discouraging going on eBay right now and, you know, Hearing about all these games you never heard of and probably you'll never own because of these ridiculous markup prices, right? Uh, it's bound to crash at some point. Who? The game market is super hot for some reason. Well, it's because all of us are, have suddenly became a certain age where we're buying back our nostalgia, you know? It's that golden time where we're old enough to have money to spend on this crap. Yes, yeah, so you got money, I don't. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> So I think that's that's what the deal is, but I don't know. In other news, did you hear about uh, the Guitar Heroes coming back? Nope. Guitar Hero and shortly after that announcement, uh, Rock Band uh, Harmonix uh, released that they're working on getting the new Rock Band out as well. <clears throat> well, I thought Harmonix bought out Rock Band. They are Rock Band. Right. I think Guitar Hero is Activision, isn't it? Right. So they're they're going back to releasing both separate brands? Yeah. These are yeah. two separate companies. They'll be on the next console, so the Xbox, whatever it's called, and the PlayStation, who wants it? Consoles I can't afford. And uh, But the interesting thing is Harmonix is trying to uh, get the console companies to let them um, 
bring back the old instruments, make the old instrument, make the game backwards compatible with the old instruments. <clears throat> what do you mean? We have to buy all new guitars and stuff like that? Well, you could, but they're also trying to let you use your old ones. Well, that's what I mean, though. If they, if that option doesn't come through, we got to buy all these new guitars yeah. and yeah, totally. bullshit, right? Which, which is what the game console manufacturers will want you to do because they swore that your old controllers and everything wouldn't be compatible with the new consoles. All right. So, uh, but uh, so that's why I'm only a third fake gaming <laughs> guitar. Yeah. So, so I don't have room for my. But at least already. they're uh, they're putting the fight on to bring back the old instruments, which would be great. And they're also saying that anything you had downloaded in the past, like tracks or the older games, right. all of that would be available to you. Well, it would nice. automatically go in your database somehow. I don't know how you prove. Maybe your Xbox Live account would have it. I don't know well, how it works with PlayStation. For those of us that actually have real gaming systems like the PlayStation, uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. So I got, I got a ton of I never really tracks. did that whole downloading of uh, extra tracks. I may have done one or two. I did. Totally. But I never did like the full album downloads or uh, I wouldn't mind getting the Rush stuff. I added Rush. I added uh, Grateful Dead. Uh, I bought that ACDC pack. Um, the ACDC one, I actually bought the game itself. Yeah. Yeah, that was wicked cheap. Um, well, it's interesting because um, I have a friend of mine that was looking for Rock or uh, oh yeah, Rock Band Three, because apparently that was one of the harder ones to find for some reason. I I don't know. I I find that hard to believe. Yeah, like it's out there, but you know, it's just you're not going to find it lying around, you know, in a pile of other Rock Band Threes or. Uh, yeah, Rock Band 3s because, you know, compared to like uh, whatever whatever other game that was mass produced, right, it's just one of those ones highly desired. And uh, so he ended up finding one. It was actually given to him. And uh, I wonder if that's going to be the same thing with the with this new one. Could this just be a one-off? They bring it back? No, it'll be huge. It'll be huge. They're They're already pumping hype for it right now. No, right but now, I mean, are they counting that? Are they counting on maybe doing a second, another one, like another Rock Band f- Five? I think the early word is that they're going to only pump this one game out and then continue to make tracks available. So you only need to buy right. it once, is what they're saying. Till they release the next system. <laughs> yeah, till they change their mind. So if that's the theory, then they seem to really have the consumers in mind, which was really shocking for the video game industry. <laughs> Well, they should, considering the cost of the, the game, especially if we have if we have to rebuy all the new instruments, right? Mm, yeah. Like I don't need another drum set, and I don't need another. Was there a keyboard that came with it? Uh, I think Guitar Hero had a keyboard for. I think that was number three, right? Brief amount of time. So I, don't, I only tour. have Rock uh, Rock Band two, so I don't know. No, I jeez, I got them all, man. Even the Beatles one. Two drum kits, because I kept breaking bass pedals, which both my bass pedals are broken oh. now. Awesome. Yeah, well, kids. 
kids. That thing's pretty sturdy, man. I'm surprised they broke the pedal. The base pedal just fell I apart. Had, I always had issues pushing it down. It was so strong. Well, that's thing. Yeah, I would use my whole leg to push it down, and it just snapped, actually, in the middle. And then the second one, I went down to the basement, and uh, we were actually pulling it out. The whole family was going to play some rock band, and uh, someone had yanked the wire clean out oh, of the sweet. pedal. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how that happened. Of course not. No. You should try and put that together. It shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, I, the wire's I'll try. Not too badly stripped. No, it's it's getting the pedal apart to get at the contacts will be the hard part. I don't know if it's glued or if it snaps together. But that's the next thing. And I also I should tell you I got a hold of I was spent a little bit of time with the Wii U, right? Uh, playing some Mario on there. It was good times, but I found that big controller was not ergonomically comfortable for me. In the least. Unlike the new PlayStation 4 controller, which <coughs> which is perfectly fitted for the human hand. Are they paying you or something? I've never felt this a PlayStation. This episode of Start to Can You podcast <laughs> is brought to you by PlayStation 4. <laughs> it's like, it's the buttons were too close to the edge, like made for little hands, like uh, like the DS is. I find if I play the DS for Unlike too long. Unlike your big saucer fingers? Maybe that's it, eh? I wish I was built like you, man. Um, like a brick shithouse. See, I couldn't hold on to it and work the buttons for very long without my hand cramping up. I just found the buttons were too close to the edge. But at least the, uh, you know, the, the Wii controllers work for it. Unlike so. you, my hands are strong like tree from Why don't jerking. you stop eating for just a second? You know, this show isn't that long. <laughs> just stop eating. It's breakfast time, mother trucker. Holy Christ. Uh, anyway, and you just ruined my joke there that I was talking about. What was your joke? How my hands were strong like oak from uh, all the hours of jerking I do. Oh, well, how did I well, miss that? Because you were busting my balls about shoving a banana into my mouth. Yeah, well, you can at least bite it. You don't have to shove the whole thing yeah. in at once. Slide it down like a boa constrictor. I just pretend it's you, man. <laughs> um, um, um. <laughs> yeah. That's it for uh, my video game experience of the week. I have I got to get my stupid Nintendo fix, man. I want to play some video games. You don't have time. Yeah, but that's the beauty of the the old games. They're like, you can pop it in, unless it's one of the big save ones like Zelda or whatever. Pop it in and play like ten minutes. Yeah, get frustrated in ten minutes. Put it down. You get your little fix, and that's it. <clears throat> yep, you're right. What? Say it again? I'm moving on. I'm right. <laughs> uh, what, you want me to continue talking here or what? Yeah, after that last episode, this one is all about you uh, working your butt off for the, for the listeners. Get Bring it all back. <sighs> for, to amends for that great last episode. All right, well then I'll just... Uh all I got to really talk about is um, <clears throat> I had a couple of birthday parties past uh, week. It's been a busy week for that. Yeah, but they're Joe parties, so they were massive. Yeah, the, the little daughter turned one, so we had the big family over for that. Yeah. How many people? 36. Now, I was I was working out the math, the equations so for this. Were you working in, out the square footage? Yeah, in my own life. Just to One compare it to my own life. One allocated space of roughly four square feet. 
times by 36 means his house must be a mansion. <laughs> well, I was trying to figure, if I put like three or four people in, you know, my one bathroom, maybe put five people in my other bathroom, well, squeezed see, in. My, my powder then, room can only hold one person. Then so I wouldn't I'm, have room for anybody, actually. It just wouldn't work. So what happened? Where did you put these people? Did a great door open into the ballroom? Well, we yeah, we opened up the ballroom for this occasion. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. So everyone was in one room. How big is this room? This is, uh, it blows my mind. It's well, not like it's summer where you can have people in the backyard. This house must be massive. No. There's the kitchen and the family room and the dining room. 36 people. Well, some of them are kids, so they're small. They take up a little space. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Was there a meal going on? Yeah, of course. So did you have to seat 36 people? Yeah, that got a little... Jesus Christ. Fucking banquet. First the kids ate and then kicked them off the table and people sat there. People were eating in the living room and dining room and standing up and in the hallway. Hmm. Is this a, this, is this a castle you live in? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> is there like great paintings on the wall and shit? Only of me <laughs> riding a stallion with my shirt off. Shirt off. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was uh, a little girl's birthday. And then uh, yesterday, last night, we had uh, an early birthday for my wife. Yeah, I know. Which you, I planned myself. You were not incommunicado. I couldn't talk to you for a few days because you were well, deep in no, the planet. Well, no, prior to that, I, was, I threw my back out helping the, uh, remember I told you we had to cut up the concrete in the basement to put in the plumbing for the kitchen and bathroom and all that shit. Yeah. I, uh, my garage had a, a massive pile of leftover basement concrete stacked up in buckets and big chunks. And so we were loading it up into his truck and I think I just... In my rush to do it, I picked it up and twisted the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So it was to the point where I was like literally hunchbacked over, walking around the house for a couple of days. So still super sore, but. Well, it doesn't sound too bad though. No, not at all. No, when my back goes out, I can't move. I'm like laying on the floor because I can't, literally can't move. But you're walking around still, you know, juggling things. and I'm in pain. Hmm. So I just, I took the day off because I was like. No heads up either. I can't come that. in and sit, uh, sit down for 12 hours like that. Where was the heads up? Yeah. I sent it. You didn't get it? It's <laughs> no. probably because you're using a Samsung phone. No. Didn't get it. Got the big shocker of a surprise when I showed up to work oh, that yeah. day. No one's here. Well, I was off yesterday and I came in today and. Didn't get a big hug. Didn't get anything from you. Oh, you ignored me. That's why. What happened with your wife's party? I want to hear about this. I don't even know a single uh, thing about it. How many people? Uh, not that many because uh, two people couldn't make it. Well, actually, four people couldn't make it. I brought it uh, down one, to one through 52. plans. Actually, two were through plans, and then another couple, their kid was uh, running a high fever, so... They uh, 
they had to pass on the night. So 51? No, it was only uh, excluding my wife and me. Well, including us, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten people. Wow. Couples. This is a couples no, party? Like between family and friends. Oh. Nice. So you were, had all this planning. What was the big uh, oh, payoff? I got the, uh, got the birthday cake for her. Did the pralines and cream from uh, Baskin Robbins. Ice cream cake. Right. Ordered uh, sushi, Bit. which I got some today, so you can uh, put some raw fish down your throat. Not happening. Um. Yeah, that was it, man. I don't know. Just sat around, had some drinks, and... Uh, Went from, uh, started around 3.30 and lasted until, I don't know, 7, I think, 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah? You kicked everyone out, Howard Stern style, party's over, yeah. 7 o'clock? I dinner, everyone out. <laughs> well, some people had to travel, some people had to leave because they had a, a stuff sprung on them last minute that they had to get to. So what was uh, uh, cousin, my cousin Chuck and I just hung out till uh, eleven o'clock, <laughs> having some beers and uh, watching some TV and shooting the shit. Yeah. So you ditched your wife on her birthday? No, she went to bed. She went up to have her bath around uh, eight thirty, nine o'clock, whatever it was. What was your payoff at the end of the night? Then you put all this effort into her birthday. Nah. Oh no, payoff. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. No, no, no payoff. Man. What? I slept in the spare room because I was so. F- <laughs> My cousin left at eleven, so I took some. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Advil, cold, and sinus. Yeah, which because I was like stuffed like a mother, like I am right now. Which mm. they have a non-drowsy version of that. What does that mean? It means oh, maybe keep I took a up. non-drowsy one. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! No wonder I. I was up from 11 o'clock, 11 p.m. until 2 a.m. That's why I couldn't sleep. Brilliant. Motherfucker. Yeah, man. Well, we had multiple bottles of the Advil stuff. So I'm like, cold and sinus? Okay. But took two. Didn't even think about it. Yeah, it was probably not. I was actually, not I was wired, man. <laughs> Eventually, I had to... I had to relieve myself and then I think I finally passed out at two. Did you uh, go back to your old standby of the website and try to work things out for yourself? Get yourself go to sleep? No, I used uh, I used the memory bank. <laughs> wow, went through the Rolodex. <laughs> it's so old, yes it is a Rolodex. Wow. For those of you that know what that is. Shit. Wow, who came to mind then? No. What the fuck? Come on. Respect. So, yeah, I think he hit the ball in the head, man. Non-drowsy bullshit. Yeah, so uh, I get Sleepy Joe all day today. Oh, yep. That's hilarious. (laughs) All right. Uh, But, no, I should enjoy the party and whatever. It's just worked out good. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that was it, man. Okay. Glad these birthdays are all over with. Yeah, actually, I got another one next weekend for a friend, but that's it. At your house again? No. 
Well, that's it for you hosting parties for a while. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Till mine, I guess. Till yours. Your birthday? Yeah. You're gonna have a party for your birthday. Does everyone need a party for every no, single thing party. that happens just, in their lives? Come on over for a little bit, hang out. Hmm. My, I'm, I hate having lots of people for my stuff. So. Wow. How old's that gonna make you? I don't know, man. It's a mystery. Yeah, I could guess. Old as dirt. <laughs> yeah. Hello? <laughs> Hello. This is all you, are man. You, are you looking at me because, like, you're just in love or something? I'm waiting for you. I'm going to, uh, this is, I'm going to be Joe from last episode. Let's talk like that. Do you have anything else? Yeah, but you, you heard me report? fine when I was talking. I didn't clue into it when we were recording because I, oh. I don't know why. I should have laid into you that night for sure. Oh, uh, one thing I should mention, what I found interesting, uh, my cousin Chuck was going to sleep over, but he had, um, he's big into this craft, craft beer brewing. You know what that is? <laughs> yes, I know oh, what that is. Okay, acknowledge me. <laughs> is he brewing it himself? Yeah, he does it himself at home. Okay, yeah. So today he's actually going to pick up, uh. He'd found some guy, some craft brewing uh, Facebook page where this guy who had created it was, uh, he was putting, he had put it out there that he would order like these massive quantities of uh, hops and barley or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone contributes to it. He orders it at his house. He was having, he has friends or helpers distribute it into whatever quantity that you ordered, right? Yeah. And then uh, you can you can buy your hops or barley at a, a discounted price in, instead of just buying it individually, right? So he was going to meet him up today to uh, to grab his order. He was getting like six and a half bags or of something. Yeah, so he's doing the whole process in his garage. <coughs> A lot of people would go uh, to one of these U-brew uh, places, right? He does it in his cold room, but yeah. But he's really into it. He's been doing it for, uh, I'd probably say, at least a couple of years now. Hmm. And he's down to, uh, he wants to perfect it down to three, three specific uh, brands of personal beer. And what, what like variety of beer is it? Uh, the names, I, I'm not too sure at the moment. Well, like lagers or stouts or... No, I, I couldn't tell you what specific well, kind he was trying to brew. I'm glad you brought it up then. Well, you have no I brought it up because I found it interesting, like the whole process, right? The fact that I don't know anyone else who's doing craft beer. Do you? Well, yeah, but like I said, lots of people go to the, those you brew places where... All the equipment is there. They just have to go in and yeah, drop but there's the no there's in. no creativity or, or, uh, or actual process of going through it, right? Like learning from your mistakes, or you know, he's done it all from scratch, just from learning on the internet and all that stuff, right? Yeah. When you're doing it everything yourself, then you can really perfect in terms of oh, this beer is a little too hoppy. This one's a little too strong. Or, taste dark or whatever right 
I think you can You can do as much as you want at a U-Brew place. You can be involved in every process, or you can have them do it all. Hmm. It's just that they house all the shit, so you don't have to worry about it. Well, that's if you're really doing big batches, right, too? Uh, I don't know. You must be, you must be uh, forced into having them do a certain amount, right? Yeah. They're not going to waste it. I just want six beers. or Oh, right. Yeah, you got to do full batches. But then you don't have to own those giant carboys. Because he's doing, like, I think a couple cases at a time, maybe. Yeah. Like 48 beers or. He doesn't whatever. touch the, uh, the make your own wine, though? I don't believe he's doing that. Uh, I think he may have tried that at some point, but I remember doing that with my grandfather. He actually, I think in my grandmother's uh, cold room, they still have the actual wine press that he used. Oh, yeah, that's... Like uh, the grape press, sorry. Wow. Yeah, that's going old school all the way. Normally, so I remember he, I remember being over there as a kid and he'd have like, you know, bat or bushels and bushels of grapes. Is this the old country we're talking? No, this is here. Okay. <laughs> Just wondering. So there'd be like bushels and bush- bushels of grapes... So we'd load it into the press and it's just one of those ones with the turn on the top and just, it's like a torture machine, right? Just compresses the grapes slowly. Juices come out the bottom. Yeah. It's awesome. I never knew and anyone used to have doing these that massive, massive, uh, glass containers with, uh, the basket weave on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Where the wine would just go into. And, uh, I never really cared about the whole process cause I was a little kid, but, um, Never bought wine, man. Just brew his own stuff. And I remember every every dinner, or especially every sunny dinner when everyone would come over, there would always be a homemade wine on the table. Yeah, I bet it was good, too. I couldn't tell you, man. I, I was too young to appreciate it. Wow. I probably, I didn't know any better or any different. So to me, it was just like, oh, there's wine. Just go take a look at that wine press. Might be... Uh might be worth something. Yeah, I hope it's still there. I'd love to. Uh, I don't even know if I'd want to restore it in terms of like uh, sanding it down and putting a new glaze on the wood or whatever. Oh no, I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah, just leave it the way it is. Yeah, just just clean it or a rub, you know, like a Murphy's oil maybe or something. So. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, most people just get, you get the, uh, all the ingredients and then you just put them all together, you know, to actually press the grapes. Imagine how many grapes you'd need. Yeah, I just remember there was tons, man. Was this out in the country at least? No, in the city. Wow. He'd but he had about an acre of a garden in the backyard because he bought extra land at the time that they bought the house. You mean he was growing his own grapes too? Uh... No, these would these would um, would be store bought or whatever, right? Yeah, he must have had a Just deal with a farmer. farmer. But he had literally a, a farmer's field in the backyard of of uh, fruits and vegetables. Wow! So during the summertime, they would always have like you know corn and uh, potatoes and carrots and you know trees of apples and plums and squash would be growing and whatever else zucchini and yeah, we had a garden growing up. We lived out in the country, not on the farm as you oh, suppose. Well, but, I picked uh, and farm, man. Uh, I get it. I hated that thing, man. So much work to keep garden going. Every day, let's go out and weed. Yeah, that sounds fun. I know. 
How about we just go to the store and buy this? That'll be that'll be a bit better. Well, I can only imagine the amount of money they saved, right? If you were yeah. to do that now, it'd be, you'd be saving a boatload on vegetables. Oh man! And they have like a strawberry patch and a raspberry patch, and it was good, man. Blue uh, mulberry trees all over, and which I still have you go and harvest for me every year. Yeah. Nothing beats mulberry pie. So. Well, that's cool, cool memories there, man. Jeez. Jeez. We got some uh, personal talk from Joe for once. I love it. I can't wait till we dive deeper in. <clears throat> well, I got something we could talk about. Considering uh, diving deeper in, if you want to call it. Are we ready? Are we ready to go there? So I had Is my. Uh, yes. Ball talk. I had my vasectomy consult. I guess it would have been <laughs> early last week now. So that was a, a bit of a shocking experience. Shock- the- <laughs> shocking experience. Well, we had talked before you left, and I asked you if you had uh, shaved down and everything for the experience, and you said there'd be no need for any parts being exposed. It was just a consult, right? Well, yeah, I didn't think he'd be... Uh, you know, touching me down there and stuff. <laughs> I'll take it from the beginning. You went on your lunch, right? Yeah, I just it was. It was a uh, what I expected it to be. So I, this was also the day that I lost my wallet. Oh right. So <clears throat> first, I spent all morning trying to find my wallet. Then I had to email transfer you. 40 bucks so you can withdraw 40 bucks because the consult is a cash only fee of $40. Well, I was only at your insistence. I was perfectly willing <coughs> to lend you the 40 bucks. You wanted to email it to me right away. So we did that nonsense. Well, let's say you were a bear all morning because you were Come. so angry. So angry I lost my wallet, man. Never lose it. <laughs> Actually, I've only lost it, uh, I believe, once. Maybe twice in my entire lifetime. This and now this was would have been the third time. Um, and only one other time I had my wallet returned to me. Now I can say, twice in my lifetime I've had my wallet returned to me because that very night, I lost it at the gas station. Must have fallen out of my pocket. The gentleman uh, returned it to me. Yeah. Fortunately, he didn't leave his name or number or anything, so I couldn't. Uh, I wanted to compensate him some way, like, you know, just buying, even if I bought him, like, a, you know, $25 Timmy's card or something like that or some cash or something, right? It was truly amazing. This guy went out of his way to bring you back your wallet with everything inside of it. Yeah, the cash was still, not well, it was only like 50 bucks in cash, but yeah, that was all in there. The lottery tickets were in there. Wow. Unfortunately, I'm still going through the hassle because I canceled my uh, two of my visas. So I'm still waiting on those, and I canceled my uh, debit card. I had a bit of an issue with that the other day. So waiting for that nonsense to be resolved. It's funny how when you cancel a credit card, it takes like uh, two weeks for them to ship you a new one. There must be some kind of way to expedite that. But nevertheless, uh, 
I forget the guy's name. He just left his name. I think it was like Pierre. But uh, yeah, man, there's some good karma out there. Going back to him, hopefully. Yeah, it's awesome. I guess I'll have to pay it forward in some kind of way. You can give it to me. So you were desperate for money that day, so you go to your appointment because your appointment needed forty dollars. So I gave you a little handy. You gave me forty bucks in return, just like that. Uh, the appointment was literally ten minutes away. It probably took me twenty minutes to get there because I interpreted the uh, address wrong. <laughs> interpreted. Well, they put the unit number and then the uh, building number, right? Yeah. So. I don't know what I was thinking. I was maybe out of sorts that day, but I put the unit number as the street number. So I was close to where I was, but I couldn't find it. I was like literally a block in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went to the plaza. I'm like, where the hell is this place? Call them up. And then the actual phone number, uh, voicemail message, they say, oh, we're at this address which was the actual street number as opposed to the unit number I was putting in. So genius. Dummy. I was all flustered, man. I was in a rush. And <laughs> you were insane that day. My head Just wasn't so in the right place. And, uh. <laughs> so anyway, I get there. Me and a bunch of other guys sitting in the, uh, <laughs> you know, heads down. No one's making eye contact <laughs> in this uh, room. Everyone's balls are out. I didn't have my health card because I lost my wallet. So the receptionist was like, uh... You don't have your health card, and she couldn't understand why. So you lost it? What? It's like, oh my god, just fuck. Who cares? Here's forty bucks. You're not. It's not going through the the health board or the government uh, agency, right? You don't need a fucking health card. So yeah, sat there for like five minutes. Get called in. The guy sees me right away. Like as soon as I walk in the room, he's walking right behind me. Really nice guy. Uh, explains a little bit. All right, get up on the table and uh, pull your pants down to just under your, uh, to above your knees. Oh, take your underwear down too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not ready for this, man. He gets right in there, rip, 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 jiggle the balls. <laughs> he finds the, uh, the vein that they're supposed to cut. Oh, my God. He goes, uh, here, give me your finger. I'll put it, I'll, I'll show you what we're doing. So yeah, he grabs my finger. Let's all have a party down there. It starts rubbing my own finger across what? this little uh, vein on my on my uh, scrotum. <laughs> Trying to be professional here. Underneath is it underside. No, it's on. Eh, it's on the top side. So both of you have your hands on, on your balls. Yep. <laughs> he goes and he explains it like uh, so. We give you a little bit of freezing. Well, I should say the last question in the. Uh, in the papers, they have you uh, fill out before the doctor sees you, right? Name, address, any conditions, this or that nonsense. Do you want to be sedated or do you want to have local freezing? So first I, I put off uh, sedated. And then I read the fine print saying, oh, you got to have a ride home from the hospital, this or that. So it's like, fuck, then I, who am I going to get to pick me up and this and I'm like, that's a big hassle. So I scratch that out, go back to freezing. <clears throat> so we get in there. Which it will be way better for the then story he, later. After he asked me feel myself, he uh, says, okay, so we're going to put a needle in here. 
and he's going, oh, the, the Japanese invented this great tool before we used to have to uh, cut you open down there and fish around to find this thing. And he goes, we know exactly where it is now. And they, they invented like this little fish hook thing. So we freeze you and then we jab this metal sharp object into your skin, hook, hook this vein, you pull the vein out and they cut it and then they tie both ends of it with a surgical string and then it gets sucked back into you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm pretty queasy about this. Where's this the freezing needle going? Into your ball sack where they're going to jab you with this fish hook. Do you get like pre-freezing before the freezing? I don't know. Holy God. I go, is it going to hurt? And he goes, oh, you feel a little prick. <laughs> hey, oh. I'm like, fuck. So literally this, and that was it. But I have to go back because I didn't have my health card, so they couldn't book the actual date for it. Um, so, yeah. Man, I've I heard. I guess I'll be doing that this week. I've heard guys say they can feel when it's the procedure's happening, they can feel like something being pulled from their yeah, abdomen I've got all the, the way down. Because the vein he shows you goes from your ball sack up like. Up into your stomach, side, rib cage area kind yeah. of thing. You can just feel, oh, man, it gives me shivers thinking about that. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> He's going, well, I don't know. It sounds like you might be, maybe it might be better if you get sedated. And I'm just like, get it. I want it done and take it home. I don't want to have to, uh, you know, have someone sit there and all this nonsense and. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, wow. That's going to be good. It's going to be a good story afterwards. <laughs> and what do you say? Well, about actually, recovery? I recorded the conversation, so I don't know. Do you want to hear it? Or yep. Can yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I'm not sure how well this will translate over the phone. We'll have to give it a quick little try here. What did he say recovery was? Is it the old frozen bag of peas business? And no, all you got to wear... Um, he says, right away, you should be wearing a jock strap to keep the support up there. Wow. Because you, uh, you don't want any heavy work being done or like, uh, you know, because it gets pretty serious apparently if, if uh, your balls can swell up pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Elephantitis. Anyways. Which I already have. <laughs> it's from too much rubbing. All right. So let's... Uh, Let's oh, give yeah. this a go, and maybe we'll have to uh, record this some other way into it. But yeah, he gave permission, by the way, to be recorded, right? Not to go out on podcasts. <laughs> I just say, can I record this to uh, so I can tell my wife what's going on? Yeah, well, that's standard. Good enough for me. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it kind of made me nauseous already. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's just uh, we'll go over this. So you're 40 now, you have two children, and both you and your wife are uh, through. Yeah, uh, she's through, yes. She's through, okay. And, and you're not so sure, or? Uh, well, I'm pretty tired, so I guess I'm done, too. Okay. <laughs> that was your big joke. That was my big joke, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so let's get you up he on loved the it. table. I just want to examine it. I'm going to show you what, you know, how we do oh, this, okay? okay? Why don't you hop on so, up? So um, 
let's get you uh, head up here, feet down there. You can leave your shoes on and just lie on your back. Oh. Uh, I haven't been doing anything? Or? Uh, well, when you're lying down, then you can pull your pants down a little bit. <laughs> well, excuse me while I whip this out. So we are lucky that the Chinese um, Chinese clever enough. Listen to all those pants rustling. Oh, uh, a method of vasectomy that uh, is far less invasive fighting? than the uh, standard uh, okay. technique. We, we call it the no scalpel vasectomy. I'm going to explain to you what that, that entails. Okay. Oh, he's feeling my balls right now. I need one finger for Okay, right so, so I'm just going to get you to feel right there. Oh. Do you feel that? I feel a bump. Sounds yeah. romantic. Yeah, that, it, it goes all the way up and all the way down, and it's a wire, like a wire. Okay, that's yeah. your vase. <laughs> all right. Okay. So the Chinese figured out <laughs> okay. you can feel the vase through the skin. So we know exactly where it is. Oh. Okay, and that makes it much simpler because before that, we used to make a cut like that, open everything up, and then look for it, right, to see it. You know where it is, so you don't have to. Why do they that. take the Chinese to so that? So the first thing we'll do is we'll put a little freezing into the skin, right over there. Okay. So the Still Chinese instrument it. has a very fine, sharp point and a little hook at the very end. So what happens is, where your skin's frozen, we're going to make a little puncture, hook the vase, wiggle it out through the little opening until we've got a loop. Sticking out oh from, my the, God. from the sack like that. <laughs> right? So once we got the loop out there, I can cut the vase in two spots. That's going to remove a piece about that long, about a half an inch, and that prevents the ends from touching or growing back together. I'll tie each of the ends tight with some surgical thread, okay. and we let them go back inside. You guys are and still touching you your balls. Okay. At this point. That's it. Now you're, I think so. you got some air here, here, so have a look. Shave the shaft of the penis here and the front okay. of the sack. Okay? You can put your pants back on. You can put now, your pants back on. Obviously, if you get nauseous just thinking about this, you're probably a candidate to have sedation. Okay? Yeah, I read about that. So. You, you'll, I mean, from a physical perspective, you're normal. There's nothing unusual, there's nothing abnormal about your sack. It should be, you know, fair, from a technical standpoint, easy to do your vasectomy under local. But it's all yeah, good sack, man. up here, you Dude. know. Guys that have come in and they're really highly anxious, to them it's like the worst thing in the whole, that, that day is going to be like, you know, like a, a terrible thing, you know, if we're trying to force you to have it done, you know, under just a wide awake. So that's why we have the sedation. Um, I mean, it's there for you if you want it. Uh, if you think you're going to do okay under the local, okay, you know, I mean, as I say, technically there's no issue there, but but I just from what you've told me, I think you might end up... Is it up just a one needle, like a small little, or is it like he says just, uh, you go in where you do the, the actual needle freezing part. Yeah, right? we'll hold on to the vase just the way I showed you. And then we freeze the skin with a needle. So you feel a pinprick when we do it. Um, we have to work around the vase a little bit in order to, you know, to pull on it. If it gets a little sore, we have to freeze some more, you know. But, uh -huh. you know, we adjust the amount of freezing depending on how you're feeling. Typically, we'll get it 
you know, first time around. But um, and when you pull it, is it just? Do you feel the the pulling sensation? Some guys will feel it internal, like it's up here because oh, it's right. all connected, right? You know, the vas, uh, the vas goes all the way on the inside, oh. all the way around to the pro. So, you know, Got I mean, there's vas. guys that tighten up. <laughs> you know, that you're you're fighting against. You know, that's what makes it. You know, it's like a tug of war if you're. Yeah nervous and you know tighten up and so forth um, so okay. I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force you to have it one way or the other but just from my experience of doing thousands and thousands of them guys that are highly you know they tell me look they, they've almost fainted or they feel nauseous in the waiting room you're probably gonna have a better experience under some sedation. Sed modern sedation these days, um, although it's a bit of a nuisance in the sense that someone has to drive you home and whatever, it just takes all the, you know, someone sticks an intravenous and you're in a vein, gives you an injection, the next thing you know, it's done. That's, it's awesome. that's your experience. Propobol. Okay. And you say, that was great, you know? It's like time travel. Otherwise, it's like, oh, God, grab my testicles <laughs> you know i mean i think you should do that so that's i'll leave it at that i mean yeah, it's no, just uh the total duration of the process is just like five ten minutes or? yeah um you know we we book vasectomies for half an hour whether it's done under sedation or not uh and that involves even cleaning up the room and you know getting the next guy in and so on and so forth so it's a fast procedure, it doesn't take a long time, okay. but uh, you know, for guys that are predisposed to being anxious, it might turn out to be the worst 10 minutes in your whole life, you know, I mean, that's that's the thing. Um, yeah, okay, comfortable so when, when do I have to decide? Uh... Well, uh, we would put you on different, it's, it's done on different days, because when we do the locals, it's done in the ambulatory care unit, which doesn't have the capability of giving you sedation, you know, just a very small, you know, mini operating room. There's a nurse there, and you know, we just run the guys through under local. And if you choose sedation, we do them in, in the real operating room. And there's, you know, the anesthetist is there. It's on a day that we're giving everybody. You know, there might be a, a vasectomy, and then a, uh, a bladder cancer removal, or you know, like there's a whole number of things that are done. That are, you know. Okay. Uh, okay. I guess we'll have to decide that then. Yeah, come with me. Sure. Karen might help you in terms of giving you the days that are available. Um, but as I say, don't feel embarrassed if you choose sedation. You know, ten percent of guys have sedation, and that's that's the right thing for them. Ten percent. Yeah, I'd say it might be better for you. Like but, I said, I've had that propofol before. And it's just like fucking time travel, man. It's awesome. Well, I've been knocked out plenty of times for uh, procedures. It's, I don't know. Do I want to be part of that 10%? Uh, it sounds like way awful when <laughs> everything you described. <sighs> I told you, man. It's just like, ugh. And how hairy is your shaft that he had to oh, come in? I, <laughs> I was full Bush Gardens down there, man. I've been trimmed for a little bit. The hair's going all the way up the shaft now? No, is that how fuck. old we're getting now? On the uh, <laughs> the bottom part of the shaft. A lot of shaft talk about hair on the shaft. <laughs> Are you pulling hairs when you're pulling it? <laughs> no, I'm not fucking pulling hairs. Wow. So you take that razor right to the shaft, eh? 
I guess so, man. I'm going to go like porno style. Shave everything. So he told you to make sure it's shaved. It's not like yeah. they're going to shave No, you. no, I got to do it. Hmm. He's like, you're, you're a grown man. You can shave your own ball sack for us. <laughs> wow, that is... What, what he should have said was, why isn't your ball sack already shaven? <laughs> you should be shorn and completely clean. Don't you? Don't guys like you watch pornos? <laughs> Well, thank you for letting us uh, take part yeah, in your just another day in my consult. life, man. Fucking bullshit like that. <clears throat> wow. God, that must have been hilarious to see your face when he told you to take your pants down and hop up there. Yeah, I was just like, come on, man. man. <laughs> you really got to look at my sock? And then he's holding it and then holding your hand on it. Man. And every time you've held your own cock, I'm sure you've gotten it hard. So how are you <laughs> oh, no, keeping it was, from going hard? <laughs> whenever I deal with doctors, it's I'm pretty good at controlling it. Yeah, it's uh, you know muscle memory. I'm, I'm sh- as sure as long as your hand is feeling that, it's uh, you know. <laughs> Usually, it's embarrassment when I pull my pants down from a doctor. So that that helps. Wow, that is all right, man. Else. Glad you enjoyed that. Woo! That. Can someone please submit this to the podcast awards? Because, you know, that's great. I love it. Good way to end the show. Surely. Okay. Call it out to them where they can find us, all that uh, uh, beautiful stuff that you work on as director of uh, social media. Yeah, please make comment to us how much you enjoy Joe's ball talk. On uh, We're at STCPod on uh, the Twitters. Or drop us an email at start to continue mail at gmail.com. And we have a shitty Facebook page and <laughs> something else. Blog site? Come on. Oh, the blog. I can never remember that one. stcpod.blogspot.ca. Yeah, and that will have some major shit coming on this week. We yes. start rolling out major content. Yes, dear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a, a big write-up ready, just uh, shooting a video. Well, throw them a little teaser of what it's about. <clears throat> they, well, if you made it through last episode, which probably you didn't do to Joe's voice, but uh, we'll be rolling out the fabled uh, My Meager record collection. We'll be going through some pieces, telling you about them, and uh, I hope people will contribute and tell me what to keep and what to get rid of and what else I should be looking for. So look for that on the blog. That's it. Post and post it.